Next in the tank are two college students from Vancouver, Washington, who have found an interesting way to entertain by discussing history, politics, pop culture, sports, and whatever else they want. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Say What You Mean. I'm Jeff. I'm Jake. How are you? I'm I'm good, oh, man. Oh, are it's you? Just, no, <laughs> no, 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 I'm not. I'm actually not okay. What'd you do? No, I didn't do anything, Who man. Who did it? I'll I'm kill him. I'm just mad at everything. I'll be mad at the, like, 51 Republicans who didn't... Dude. Who didn't, uh, who didn't vote to acquit. I don't even want Who to. voted to acquit. I feel just completely over it. Like, my disdain and just disappointment, it's, it's exactly why people don't vote. It is. Well, that's how democracy dies. I know it is, but it's just like, what the fuck? If they're just going to manipulate the system and and it's it's all going to be shady business lie. and lie. 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 What the hell is the point? Right? Yeah. That I, is the attitude. I have, I, and I don't know how truthful it is. It might just be them, some of them saving face, but a couple of the senators like Lamar Alexander saying like what we and Lisa Murkowski too said this like we agree like what he did was wrong we just don't think it was it was like removable okay i guess i can like i don't agree but i i can be like all right i i get where you're coming from but at least like you had like you said like what he did was wrong and like an abuse of power it's just not removable right like that's just a difference of opinion for sure but the people who are just perpetra- perpetrating lies like um that dude from Florida what's the the um their governor turned senator. Their older governor turned senator. I can't remember his name off the top of my head. But he basically ran a ad in Iowa prior to the Iowa caucuses, which ended up being their own like shit show. Right? Like, come, on, come on, Democrats. Anyway, um, he basically was. He basically um, ran this whole ad saying, yeah, "I'm a I'm whomever from Florida running an ad in Iowa." Mm-hmm. Basically saying, I'd like to thank the Democrats for botching this partisan impeachment process, blah, 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 blah. And then goes on to talk about like spreading that lie that Biden, like it should be Biden who is being in. Um, oh, yeah. Who's who's being investigated. And then just kept talking about that proven, like provenly false statement that Biden got got that dude in Ukraine fired to protect his son. Like that right. has been debunked. To the tenth degree, like that is just—it's not true. But yet they continue to talk about it and use it as a talking point. And I'm just, dude, it's driving me absolutely nuts. That's why, you know, a few weeks ago I was telling you, like, ooh, I don't know about who's gonna win or whatever, but it's that manipulation that people fall for. It's those—it's those that tweet I sent you earlier this week from Donald Trump. Yeah, both tweets. Oh, I didn't send you the second one. So I sent you one where he basically showed an, a cropped video. People have an issue with Pelosi tearing up the speech because written in that speech are dedications to people he's awarded medals to. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. yeah. She's, in my opinion, I don't think she should have ripped it up. Duh. It was so yeah, dramatic it was stupid. and just dumb, it was dude. I, I, I'm. It I'm, was catty. I'm really on. It's. I find it really unfortunate that she did that because yeah. her whole narrative is like I'm. A, I'm a, like trying to show that the Democrats are above this process. Right. They don't hate. They're doing not doing this because they hate Trump. They're doing it because they have to. Right. And then you go and you do that. That they're only going to use that against you. Exactly. You're just literally like. If anything, do the clap again. Yeah. Because you, what are they going to say? Oh, you clapped for him. Yeah, I was clapping. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. You can manipulate it and defend yourself. 
But to rip it up, now they're twisting it into exactly what they want it to be. Yeah. Trump posted a video on his Twitter that I sent to you, and it's like it shows it shows him talking about these veterans that he's awarding these medals to and like reading from the speech and then it cuts to her like it's cuts to everyone like standing up and applauding for that veteran and then it cuts to her ripping up the speech like it's exactly like at that point she ripped it up (laughs) i know and then and then he posted again again that that little video clip of trump 2020 Trump 2024, Trump 2028, like just showing all the years that he Trump will be in office. 2028, really? Yo, it just isn't that right? Like he won't be in no, no, 2028. What I'm telling you is he's saying he will be. Oh. You haven't seen that video? No. Dude, it's it's just a fe- literally for I think at least a decade out or two decades out. It shows Trump you haven't seen that? I haven't seen Dude, that. Dude, I have to show you that. I mean, he's he's talked about that all. I, mean, I know that, but it, it's just like at that point. I just want to know, like, if you're a Trump supporter, you cool with, like, changing the Constitution again? To they have with, to be. Like, just allow him to continue to be president no matter what? I think they are. I, I don't want to speak. I don't want to speak for him, but it'd be interesting to know because they could probably say no right now and then when it if it when it actually came to it and like it was an actual possibility mm-hmm. then i think you'd probably i don't know then then you would dude you got way too much hope <laughs> and just and just you just you just think too highly of the american people well <laughs> i don't have to i know but it's like one day you're going to be blinded by a coup and an overthrow in the institution of a man. dictator like, this isn't this isn't unique to the United States. This it isn't Trumpism, populism. Like it this isn't greater populism is all over the Western world right now. Brexit. I mean, look at yeah. Brexit. So he posted that video, and I commented, "Divide and conquer, baby. Keep falling it for sh- keep falling for it, sheep. This continued expansion of power is how democracy dies. Smells like Latin American history in here." <laughs> and then this is the video. Oh, well, that's clearly hyperbole because he's going to be dead by 2048. But the point is, is yeah, Trump forever. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe his kids will carry on. Oh, God. Could you imagine? that? <laughs> Anyways, Don Jr. So him just posting shit like that. It's just like it's not going to end. This isn't going to end with him, man. These people are on these guys are on full on whatever they call it, the Trump train or whatever, they're they're fully on it, man. And it's weird. Can you imagine what the Republican primaries are going to be like leading into the 2024 election? No. Because regardless if he loses or if he wins in, in 2020, there's going to be a new Republican running in 2020. There's going to be new Republicans running in 2024. And can you imagine... Like someone like Mitt Romney, right? Who's okay. like now the black sheep. Like, yeah. like that dude is persona non grata in the Republican right. Party. There's no one like think about who is gonna run, like Matt Gate, a uh, Matt Gates, mm-hmm. that that congressman from Florida. Did mm-hmm. you see what he said? Like in, when he said on Laura Ingram's show last night on Fox, Mm-mm. he said that Pelosi should be prosecuted for ripping up the speech. Prosecuted? Yeah. And he was just like, dude. He was all amped up, man. Like just his sweaty, like looking like a 
sweaty meats from like those super nasty like like Lando Lakes turkey package because he's just like so sweaty and nasty looking and he's just sitting there like and he's just yelling and he's all excited and he like just throws that out there and then even Ingram who's like an, like just a terrible person she had to be like whoa like you can't actually prosecute her for doing prosecute that prosecute her yeah it's a congressman and he's obviously he's an idiot dude and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna I don't want to take him and and attribute it to every single Republican on the right. show but this guy is just a, he's a freaking nut doucher Dude, I imagine, say he wins again, right? Mm-hmm. In 2024, when there are new Republicans like coming up and like running mm-hmm. in primaries, 100% Donald Trump bashes all of them. If not one who he knows is going to be like, or has been one of his lackeys, like the Florida senator. Maybe. Because I, you think he's just going to leave like, all right, thanks for... Thanks for the eight years. I'm out. No way, dude. Well, I mean, what is he hoping to accomplish when he leaves? Like <laughs> the same thing he's been doing. Well, I think he's going to create his own television network. I think he's. I think Fox is going to be the ones that ends up getting hurt the most by it. There were plans. Said he lost. There were plans with, um, what's his name from Breitbart, mm-hmm. um, Steve Bannon and Roger Stone and these other guys that when they when they lost because they thought he was going to actually lose right that they were going to create a, their their own like television network what's the point of that their own political television network yeah. think about like think about how many viewers fox has right mm-hmm. and he just goes and demonizes fox with the same kind of tactics that he uses to demonize everybody else right saying that they're just shills for the libtards mm-hmm. come watch real actual news and then he he creates his own media empire yeah but I'm saying he make, like he would make hand over fist. I know think, that. Think about this. A Fox News that isn't constrained by anybody, like just completely parroting every single thing that he says all of the time. Yeah. Dude, people would eat that up. Yeah, but I just can't help but think of like one content, but two, like what is the what is the objective of the material that they're showing? I just feel like everything he does is intentionally divisive. So what is the point? Why is after Alex, he's president, you basically take Alex Jones's show and and put it on. And whoa, on I like Alex Jones. You're nuts. <laughs> he cracks me up, dude. He's crazy. Not saying he's not crazy, but he's hilarious. Mm-hmm. I, I think he's <laughs> he's what? What? Say it. He's perpetuating conspiracy theories, which I think is making it impossible for us to have any sort of rational discourse in this country. Dude, there are flat earther conventions. Yes, but he, There's nothing, he, is, he's, he puts it on the airwaves. Okay. So what do we say on here? Him, Prager you, all of these dude, <laughs> these just bullshit. Yeah. I think there's so many people who like watch that stuff and because it's like on the internet, yeah, because it, it's, it's a valid. Medium, yeah. It's valid. Because somebody's saying it, right? That's then, insane. We should start our own TV show, YouTube channel. Just say, say what we mean. <laughs> I think that's the the part, hardest part. Is I wonder if social media will have an, such an effect on our politics once this like older generation mm-hmm. dies out. Because I feel like they're the most susceptible mm-hmm. to um, people who didn't grow up in social media are right. the most susceptible to disinformation 
because I think that oh, because, okay. because it, it to them it's like all media growing right, up right. was legitimate. And then this is still like media. They're, they're hearing it from somewhere. So it has some oh. sort of authority. Whereas people who grew up in social media, I think are a lot better at identifying like right. trolls and identifying like fake, you know, fake Just stuff. Bullshit. Yeah. Even, even like, uh, cause they grew, cause they grew up in it. Right. Like, right. There's even like pages, like Instagram pages that like mock these things, like these movements or these, even these, uh, uh, social media, like, what are they called? Influencers. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? There's accounts yeah. who mock the influencers. So people see through that stuff. You know what I mean? But I think you're right. There's an element of either older population or just dumb population who see those influencers or those or those stories or whatever it may be as fact. Or, mm-hmm. you know, e- 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 there's this guy, there's this guy who um, – he was a uh, da, 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 da. he was a contestant on Big Brother mm-hmm. a few seasons ago, and I follow him on Instagram, and I haven't seen him post forever, right? And then all of a sudden, he pops up on my feed, and he's standing on the court in uh, Staples Center mm-hmm. at a Laker game, and I just thought the whole time, I mean, was he sitting courtside or did he just run down there to take a picture on the court? Probably that. Yes, absolutely that. But that you have to have that image of you being courtside. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I I don't know. Some people might be like, "Oh hell yeah, baller! You got courtside." It's like he's not going to dissuade them from thinking that, right? No, probably not. He's he's a doucher anyways. But I'm just no. saying, like, that's a perfect example of like someone going out of their way to look more prestigious. Bow wow, when little bow wow. Uh, took a picture in front of the private plane. Did you hear about that? Like last year or two years ago? I heard about that. Yeah. And then and then someone took a picture of him sleeping like in coach next to him. Really? Yeah. That's but he took a picture and posted it up in front of him on a private plane. Like this is my private jet. And then he's flying coach on a commercial plane. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> I think I do remember. But it. it's I things like that. I that. think that that kind of um, allow people to call bullshit. Or at least question things. Yeah. You know? I don't know. It's just... It, the whole thing bums me out, dude. What a sham. What lies. For... I don't know. He's going to win again, dude. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I th- I think... I don't know. Here's my, my... My whole take is on this. is like, all right, okay, Republicans. Like, you spent eight years of Obama complaining about executive overreach. Mm-hmm. And... Rightfully so in a lot of instances. But now you basically just are you're supporting an impeachment trial whose defense of the president was that this article two gives him unlimited powers. You're going to have to live with that afterwards. You, you have to live with this. This is you now. Like you, this is the country you wanted. This is the reality you've created. And you better be quiet four years from now when a Democrat gets elected and doing the exact same shit. Yeah. I don't want to hear a word from you. To Bernie, to not Bernie Sanders, but to Democrats. Yeah. The ones that are, are talking about process and institutions and making sure we go through like this whole process. I don't want to hear you, hear you <laughs> saying the exact same shit that Trump supporters are saying right now. It's exactly what's going to happen. It's if exactly what's going to happen. You care about process now? Care about it when your guy's in the office. They won't. 
but they won't. None they of them won't. will. I, f- I fucking hate everybody, man. I'm, I'm <laughs> over this world. I'm fed up with this world. I just, I'm so, I'm so mad. I mean, I had to, I worked at this Northwest Sportsman show last night at our fisherman's booth. Like I worked there all day. Whoa, 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 whoa. Like a sportsman show. Yeah, it's where like, was this it's at? A, it's at Expo. It's like every Whoa, year. It's like a five dude. day. It's a five day thing, and it's in all four buildings at the Expo Center. What? And yeah, dude, it's crazy. And you're down there shucking and jiving. I had to work at the gun counter there. That's we, amazing. We send guns over, and I worked at the gun counter, and it was um, my my whole day was like to count how. So my only entertainment was to count Trump hats. <gasps> my over under was t- I gave myself an over under of ten. Whoa, dude! I only got over to f- for sure. No, I didn't oh, even really? get half that. I only oh. got five. But if you count like all of the other T-shirts, like mm. that, there's like Trump related. Okay, I would have well gotten over. Like, what about was, like build the wall? There, there was somebody like making T-shirts somewhere in there because when I started my day, he hadn't been acquitted yet. When about midday, there was mm-hmm. already people walking around with T-shirts talking about the acquittal. Like, whoa, <laughs> they're on top of it, man. I like, like it. screen printing stuff. And then there was this one guy, he came up to the gun counter and this is just like, I'm not, I'm not going to use this guy as a stereotype, but he's this <laughs> younger kid, just a real like broy douche guy. Mm-hmm. And he's got this t-shirt that says, nobody needs an AR 15 question mark. And then it also says, nobody, nobody also needs a little whiny little bitch, but yet here you are. And then the dude was trying to steal shit from us. Really? <laughs> yeah. He was trying to steal from you. Mm-hmm. He was trying to steal some uh, um, protective headphones, like for shooting. <laughs> like, Tell me about him trying to steal it. Well, he was the so our LP. Like see, they come in like a group of like five of them. Okay, they're all like probably between the ages of like twenty and twenty-five. They're okay. all like, somewhat younger, and. This kid's got this shirt on full display, and you can tell he just thinks he's badass, waiting right. for somebody to like say, say something. something so he can be like, "Oh, I'm gonna get my phone out and show the libtard, right?" Mm-hmm. Um, I just stay quiet, and he just comes up to the counters like all puffed up and everything, like thinking he's really badass, showing off his like his beer belly, and mm-hmm. the um, and they go over and and they're, they're talking amongst themselves, and they're like, they're like, "You take it, no, you do take. It. I don't want to be the one to take it. You take it." And they're like trying to like figure out how they're they're gonna like conceal this thing. So I just like text I just text the LP guy and he was like I'm already on it. And he just walked over to him and stood there and and was looking at him. And then they like they saw him and then they look over at me and they're like, "Uh, do we pay for this here?" And then we're like, up there, man. And then they're trying to play it off. Okay. And they like set it back and then they go and walk over and they, they they're standing around like in the cl- little clothing section that we have because we have a huge booth there it's right like, it's probably like i don't know a couple hundred couple hundred feet you know, right. it's probably, probably like 60 70 yards down and then it probably like 20 yards wide so it's a it's Jeez. a big swath of one of the buildings and so they go and they're all huddling around like acting all nervous and stuff and i'm like Really, dude? Like, you're going to talk about principles and, like, all that stuff, and you're trying to fucking steal from a sportsman show? Like, come on, man. That's amazing. So, is this the culmination of, like, your entire company, like, from the region? Like, it's not just your store there, right? For Fisherman's, right? Well, Fisherman's, we only have three stores. That's what I'm saying. It's all three stores? Well, we have employees from all three stores there, yeah. And you're the gun guy? Uh, One of them. That's tight. Represent. I don't think it. I don't think it is that. I think it's more like purgatory. I hate having to be there. It's awful. Yeah, right, dude. It's long ass days and shucking and jiving, making friends. No, I didn't make any friends. <laughs> no, this this one guy walks up and and 
so there was far more Trump hats in the evening than there were during the day. Mm. And um, the Trumps come out. It so then this old guy comes up, this older guy, and he's got like this big Trump hat on. Whatever, like I don't. Oh, dude, I would pay you. You're not allowed to wear political stuff. No. God, I would die if you wore a Bernie hat to that. <laughs> <laughs> I should on one on my day off on Sunday. I should just go walk through there with a Bernie yeah. hat. Yeah, that'd be um, amazing. So this dude, um, this dude comes up. And this guy I'm working with is this guy from Oregon City. His name's Fred. Mm-hmm. He's a nice guy, but um, he uh, he comes up and he's like, this comes up to Fred, and Fred's like had made a bunch of different. Like, everybody comes up and there's this old guy complaining about Obama destroying fish runs. Like literally, will blame Obama for anything, right? <laughs> and then so this dude comes up later. This dude comes up in a Trump hat, and and and, and uh, he's like, "Oh, I like your hat or whatever." And then they start talking, and then they're like, "Oh, the whole acquittal." And like, can you believe she ripped up the like? That's what they care about, right? Like right. they they'll ignore every other thing that he's ever done, but oh, you that know, action pull, is yeah. That's that is just oh, I can't believe. Um, she would do that um so and then so the guy like oh i have a friend like he's like and all of a sudden it's like oh i can actually like show some more offensive stuff and like takes out his phone and it's like he shows this thing and it's like impeach the motherfucker and he's like i'm gonna he's like i'm getting a shirt made with that and apparently because there's like a shirt making place just down the road and not at least down the way and i'm like oh my god and and like he shows it to me and i'm just like whatever and then so the guy walks away and fred's like oh you didn't find that funny and i was like no. And then he just goes, huh, okay. And I was like, I was like, that's not Paul talk politics, man. There's a good chance you and I don't agree. And he's, and I'm like, and I wanted to say like, don't assume because I'm standing behind a gun counter that we're, you and I are like completely like-minded. But yeah. Right, dude. Everyone makes that assumption. It's, it's stupid. It's true. <laughs> oh boy. I'm not tying my gun rights to some douchebag that would sell me down the road. No. And you, that's a great way to put that. That's a great way to put that. He's their lifeblood, man. He stands for everything that they they want and desire and they need. He's the chosen one. He's the Messiah. He's their God. I push. I put more faith in my in my gun rights in an anemic Congress that can't do anything mm-hmm. than in, than some executive who's promising me he's going to keep my rights. I think that's fair. I mean, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'm going to tell you something. Hmm. I've been watching Shark Tank. <laughs> yeah. And dude, people are presenting their 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 company or their product or their business as as a millennial business. Oops, that's my thing. That's usually me. So. Yeah, it is. Um, as a millennial business. Hey, we're we're Jake and Jeff with Say What You Mean, and we have a millennial business for you to invest in. Bum, 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 bum. Bum, bum, bum. Uh-huh. <laughs> Wait. Oh, yeah. I mixed up yeah, the, you the did. intro with yeah, you Home did. Improvement. Yeah, you did. Oh, <laughs> my bad. Sorry. But I know what you're talking about. I know that song. Um, oh, it just goes bump, 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 bump. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Jake and we're... <laughs> oh, yeah, anyway. Dude. Yeah. Okay. I can see it. I'm with you right For now. Sure. I'm, I'm following. So they, everyone's a millennial podcast or a millennial business now. So okay. I'm now marketing us as a millennial podcast. Ooh. Right, right. Okay, all right, all right. Just changing. We're, we gotta, we gotta adapt with the times. We're dude. elder millennials. That's fine. We're still millennials. We can still ride those coattails. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I just thought that was funny that people are doing that, marketing themselves as that. Well, I'm like actually in the middle of the millennials. Yeah. I keep forgetting, I'm on I, the I keep forgetting that I'm older than I am. Mm-hmm. 
It feels weird, dude. It doesn't feel like I'm this old, but I'm old. Yeah, me too. I got to find me a kid, dude. <laughs> uh, Super Bowl, dude. Super Bowl. How was your Super Bowl? You didn't watch a, you didn't watch a minute of it. Not one second. Uh, my, my Super Bowl is good. I just went to my parents. I don't like going to Super Bowl parties. I find Super Bowl parties to be really annoying because I actually like to watch the game. Mm-hmm. And Super Bowl parties are all just about like everybody just standing around not actually watching the game. Okay. How many Super Bowl parties have you been to? Like one or two. <laughs> okay. So what do those Super Bowl parties look like? They're just a bunch of like people who don't like most of the time don't watch any football. Mm-hmm. And then so then they don't actually watch the game until the game actually gets somewhat interesting towards the end. And then they have all hot, like all their hot takes about who sucks and whatever. I'm like, uh-huh. you don't know anything about these pe- these players. Stop talking. <laughs> like, stop ruining my experience. You're such if an the, elitist. If, if the Jets ever made the Super Bowl, I'm literally sitting in a room by myself. Well, I think that's fair. See, it's different when it, with football because it's one game. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. With basketball, it's different. I can't really relate because, one, I don't care about football. But, two, it's like basketball, you have a series. Yeah. So you have chances to make up for it. Mm-hmm. In football, it's all on one game. And if, so if your team made it, I would want zero distractions, noise-canceling headphones just locked in. Well, I also don't want people to see my range of emotions in a game like that. Oh, I would love it. You have to record it. <laughs> oh God, no, no, I don't. I would be embarrassed for that to get out. Why? Because you'll probably see a grown man cry. Either way, <laughs> <laughs> that's probably true. That's probably true. Um, I mean, I don't know anything about the game. I guess I, you know, I listen to kind of a sports podcast that's done like once a month, but they are saying that the game, like, you know, I think I looked at halftime, it was tied, then there was a little bit of a comeback, and was it a good game? It was a good game. Okay. I felt like it was a good game. Better than last year? Uh, Yeah. Oh, you liked last year because of the defense. I liked last year. Right? Mostly because I'm a contrarian and everybody else was saying it sucked, so I was oh. like, oh, it's a good game. And mm-hmm. it was a good game because it was close. Like, what else do you want? Like, you want a cl- you want a game that comes down to the final possession. Right. That's what this game came down okay. to. Okay. Like, it was, well, it wasn't like the final, final possession, mm-hmm. but like the final time that San Francisco had the ball, mm-hmm. the four-point game, they were like around the third Chiefs 30-yard line, and there was a throw that if... Jimmy Garoppolo makes a better throw to a wide open receiver down the field running up mm-hmm. like a wide open post pattern. It burnt not only his corner, but the safety over the top. Like it's a different game. Like yeah. it came down to one, like came down to like mantle of matter of feet because he overthrew him by feet. If that, Ooh. if he, if he puts that ball on there, Run we're talking faster, about, we're talking, dude. we're talking about a different game. Yeah. So it's, it was a good, it was, it was really good. Okay. I, I thought this was a, a good game. It was fun to see somebody other than Brady in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Um, just because I think Patrick Mahomes is so fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Like he is such an amazing talent. Mm-hmm. Um, I was rooting for Andy Reid, uh, who's the coach of the Chiefs, right. because it had been such a long time since he had won the Super Bowl. Like, mm-hmm. no, he never he's never won a Super Bowl. Right. It's been a long time since he's been to a Super Bowl. That's what I should have said. Yeah. And um, the the knock on like he's he's won so many games and everybody talks about him. And he's like, oh, he's such a good coach, but. He's never won a Super Bowl, right? And I'm thinking like that's such an unfair label that we put it on, we put on players, especially like in basketball, right? Mm-hmm. Like how many great players never won a championship? Oh yeah, a ton. Yeah, but and it's, just, it's the same thing with football. Like everybody says like, oh, Marino might be the best quarterback ever, but he never won a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And 
there's it's so many things have to break right that are out of your control as a yeah. as an individual professional athlete for you to win that championship. That I, I think that it's that's a that's unfair. But I'm glad that they're able to get that butt off of Andy Reid because now they can say he's a great coach and, and he champion. won a super yeah. and he won a Super Bowl. Yeah, I think about that championship thing all the time. I don't really think it makes or breaks. I don't know about football, but I don't think it makes or breaks players in the NBA. The only position that I think it it really matters when you're talking about like all time greats mm-hmm. is with the quarterback position because there's no I don't think there's a position in any professional sports at least in American sports that have a more of an effect on the game as an individual player right. than the quarterback position right. does for an NFL. That team, makes sense for for a uh, football team. Yeah, I think that makes sense. Yeah. Did you watch the halftime show? I did. What'd you think? I. I don't know. I don't know why. Stop it. No, really. Like I, I'm, I'm mad about it. Meh. Meh. I mean, Shakira, okay. Shakira is beautiful. <laughs> I'm not gonna. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. Like, in, dude, in, she's like 41. And J Lo's 50 and still looks great. Yeah. So awesome for them. Yeah. But I don't know, man. I don't. I've never cared for those. Never. Time. Never cared for the halftime show. Dude, and, stop it. And here's it. why. Especially Justin Timberlake ruined it for me. Justin's was not good. No, he did. He wasn't even singing. Literally, he wasn't. He didn't even put enough effort into lip sync. He was like literally. I agree. The, the song was getting pumped in, and he's like just walking around yeah. with his mouth closed. Uh huh. Okay. Let's go. But come you on. can hear his v- yeah. voice singing, yes. and it's like yeah. he's not even moving his mouth. And For I'm like, sure. man, come on, dude. What about Gaga? Gaga was good. She was amazing. Gaga was. She freaking killed. I don't know. Kate, there were some dark years there where I think Katy Perry. Katy Perry's was bad. Ugh, gross. But, uh, then, but then all the years when I was growing up, like, and I think I probably maybe have grown in like an affinity for like the uh, like a nostalgic affinity for the halftime show okay. as, as like an in kind of like as like a staple of like that whole day okay it was when like the nfl was only going with old dude rock bands right and you like, like we're that gonna, you we're missed gonna, that no they were terrible oh, like who like rolling stones the who was so bad they were great all-time <laughs> rock bands right? right way past their prime for sure should not be playing in a stadium like that right i was so impressed with shakira's dancing j-lo didn't really dance too much but Shakira was like dancing. She was doing this little like jump, stop, kick, dance move mm-hmm. in like some high shoes. I was impressed. Yeah, she was killing it. No, they, she comes great out, great performers. Plays like four chords on a guitar. Yeah, <laughs> people are like, "Whoa, she can play guitar!" And then she just goes on, and the next she cuts to her on a drum set. And she's just doing just a simple beat, and everyone's mm-hmm. like, "Whoa, she can play the drums!" Yeah, that was like um, <laughs> when she was on The Voice. They would have like the voice coaches. Yeah, yeah. We'll do like a song every now and yeah, again. Yeah. And she was like playing the drums in that. Yeah. Um, or she was playing. I don't know. And then like Usher playing the bass was one of the worst things ever because he like I don't think he ever like did a note. He just really? like kept his hands on on the bass, but never like strummed. But it? never strummed it. Yeah. It's like Bieber does the same thing. Bieber hops behind a drum set, and everyone's like, "What?" It's like, dude, he's pl- he could not be playing a simpler beat right now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but. It's cool. I mean, she obviously knows how to play a little bit, enough to be jamming up there in mm-hmm. Super Bowl. That was rad. Um, what about their what about their risque offensive outfits? I'm really mad about them. Everyone is. <laughs> I've never I haven't actually seen anybody who's really offended about it. I've seen the outrage at the out at the I've seen people who are getting outraged 
about the, the people outrage. who are outraged. Yes. But I've never actually seen Kylie pointed this out. She's like, I don't know where these people who are outraged about it are. I haven't seen any of them. And I'm like, I haven't seen them either. Maybe there isn't. Maybe it's just like a talking point, you know, to use. There was like one Christian, like some leader of some like crazy evangelical church said he's going to sue the NFL because he doesn't think he's going to get into heaven now. Like that's one dude. For watching? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe you should have turned it off, dude. Also, if your God is not that forgiving... You know what I mean? What like, a shitty world to live in. Yeah. What a <laughs> terrible existence to live in. Um, yeah, dude. Uh, the the point, the, argue, the counter argument to all this outrage, I think is so funny. I think it's a valid one. It's like everybody's so mad about these outfits. Oh, my God. And then it's like pictures of like all the cheerleaders mm-hmm. who are in just as revealing outfits as J-Lo and, and, yeah. and Shakira. It's like. Come on, why do you care? What bothers me is when people make it about ethnicity and race. That bothers me when they're defending against the outrage. So that same idea, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, you guys are so mad about these two women performers dressing this way. And then it'll show the pictures of the the, um, cheerleaders, Mm -hmm. right? I've literally seen that same exact post, but modified. Why are you also triggered by two Latina women dressed this way? And then it shows the pictures of the cheerleader. And there's also, also my, like people minority who are... No, for sure. For sure. But why Why do you have to... It's like that virtue signaling. Like, uh-huh. I, You guys are also offended that Latina women are uh, dressed this way. It's like, no. It's nope. usually, and it's, yeah, it's usually some smug white dude. Like, Nobody has said that. Who's, who's all upset about it. He's think, uh, he thinks he's coming to the defense of of all women or like <laughs> I don't know. I, that just bothers me. It's like that you know. I do think it's cool that there were two Latina women and there was a lot of Spanish that whole halftime show. Yeah. I thought that was cool. Sure, um, it's a celebration of their culture. I liked for it. sure. Like, I liked it. Like that. That. Um, I don't know. I don't want to like people are calling it like a turkey call, but that's just derogatory. But oh. I don't know what else to describe it as. Yeah, I yeah, don't yeah. know what it is, but yeah, it's yeah. like, uh, it's um because, because Shakira is like half Lebanese. Mm-hmm. Like that's like a cultural, like, like, cel- mean, like c- uh, celebration of like happiness right. in, in that culture. I think that's really cool that it's, that was there. It's Latino celebration too. My dad used to do it all the time. Is it? Okay. I do it all the time. Really? Okay. Just for fun. But I don't, I'm not going to do it right now. I thought about it, but I'm not going to do it. Okay. <laughs> But if you like listen to like a lot of like uh, Mexican music, there's a lot of guys doing that in the background. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. But that's another thing. It's like she did it right. Yeah. And then people like memed it and, and then they're making fun of it or whatever. But then for those people who are like def- culturally defending it, mm-hmm. it's just oversensitive. Like, stop. I'm sure she doesn't care. We need to stop being so triggered by things. Mm hmm. I agree. I just just enjoy it for what it was. If you want to make fun of it, go ahead. But how does that look on you? Mm-hmm. You don't have to defend it on the internet. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if someone, if you're if you're annoyed by it, and someone around you was like, "Hey, dude," she was like, Arr! and you're like, "Dude, do you even know like the cultural reference or like what that means in their culture?" Then you can correct them if it really bothers you. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, just be like, dude, you're a douche. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? And leave it at that. Yeah. Uh, it's just weird, dude. Um, anyways, dug it. Thought it was cool. Um, 
People are annoying. National Anthem. Uh, Demi Lovato did a really good job. <laughs> Killed it, bro. You know, there's like I one of my favorite under one of my most underrated favorite things about the Super Bowl mm-hmm. is all the prop bets that you can vote on. Oh, and, and like one of them was the video like, of over under on yeah, time. Uh huh. <laughs> and then there's like, did you watch all those frat bros yes. like sitting there recording it, hoping it's going to be the under the two minutes? Yes. And then when it when it's like at a minute thirty six and it ends, and they're like, they all start celebrating. They I love that. Mind. I love that kind of stuff yeah. because there were so many. If I was a, if if I was a bet, if I was a, a better, I would lay money on all of those prop bets. Yeah, I find I find that so fun. I think that stuff is fun too. So I thought that was really cool because she came in way under, and I like that she like she sang the national she sang the national anthem. Right, she did a good job. Yeah, it was definitely better than Fergie at the. Whoa, at the, nothing <laughs> is better than Fergie. You watch the, her at mouth. the NBA All Star game. Yes, where she like like centralized the. Uh, the national anthem, dude. Watching Draymond oh. Green laugh about that was is one of my favorite. Dr- like, Draymond, things. Jimmy Kimmel, mm-hmm. like, dude. Oh, I forgot about that. That is a good one. Mm-hmm. Ooh, if you haven't heard Fergie sing the national anthem at the All Star game, listen to it immediately. I after give, this. I give her. Credit Don't give her anything. For trying. It was so bad. It, it was, was so bad yeah and the thing is i think fergie's like actually probably a decent person like i don't like I, 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 make, <laughs> what? I don't know i'm trying to trying to be nice stop like, it regardless of how nice she I is never wanna, i never want to i never want to be that person that is just like u- unanimously panned by everybody like that would be the worst thing because you haven't seen her since what has fergie done oh the black eyed peas are done like who is fergie now like her and josh Duhamel got divorced like Dumal, bro Dumal. <laughs> Do Hamill? Do Hamill? I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. That oh, guy. That beefcake. Yeah. He tried to defend her though. Did he? It didn't go well. Well, I mean, because yeah, everyone. There, there, there is like it, that's going about as well as my semi defense I've been trying to make. She's a nice lady. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's exactly. You sound like him. Um. Uh. I told you the other day. Oh, so I came over Monday night. We recorded to the Republic. Yeah, I I set that on the timer to record. I mean, no, to release sometime today. I don't know. Oh, okay. Because like they use like military time. Have you seen that? Well, like when you schedule something to release. I've never done it, dude. It's always been you. Okay. Well, so when <laughs> so when you when you upload something to SoundCloud, you can schedule it. To oh, re- you can yes, check the, yes. Check the button to schedule. To Wait, release. you're releasing it on our SoundCloud today? Is that, is that okay? Oh, well, I guess. I can. I can. Why schedule. are we here recording right now? <laughs> Oh, fair enough. I'll I'll stop I'll stop the schedule. I was gonna bank it. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna <laughs> unschedule it. Let's go to the release today at one o'clock. We're gonna have two two episodes come out today. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. All right. Well, no bank. one's gonna listen to two, let alone one. Fair enough. <laughs> All right. I'm gonna bank. I'll I'll uh, I'll pull this. You guys have to wait, suckers. Uh, you're gonna wait for this magic. Or you that can we listen to Monday. it live online. Yeah, listen or to it live on uh, the, uh, X-ray. X-ray through X-ray. You can go to X-ray dot X-ray dot X-ray dot FM, and you can listen to it right there through the browser. Same thing on KXRW. It'll get cataloged on KXRW, or you can wait for it to come out on, on the podcast at, whenever Jeff and I need like a week off. Yeah. So. Yeah, baby, I'm back on to the Republic. I'm excited, and Jeff saved my ass. I was going to try to do this by myself, and I sat down. I recorded like four minutes mm-hmm. and I listened back to it and I was like, did you save oh, that recording? No. Yeah. 
You should send it to me. Oh, no. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> yeah. This is so bad. Yeah. I'm like, nobody's going to want to listen to this. Dude, you had so a I just, meltdown. I sent up a prayer. I was like, you working? <laughs> You're like, no, I'm off all week. And I was like, you want to record to the Republic? And then thankfully you came like a knight in shining armor on your noble steed <laughs> and saved me. I didn't know anything. All I was there, honestly, Jen was like, how was it? And I was like... I didn't really contribute much content wise. I was just there to help with structure and to talk Jake off the ledge. <laughs> you wanted to give up. I was going to give up. I know you I were was going to dude. It was bad. Like I could not, I could not stop putting my foot in my mouth. I could not, uh, <laughs> I couldn't finish a damn sentence. I know. I know. But it's cause you were worried about recording and blah, 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 blah. But it went well after we, I think, I think it, it went well. When you get a chance, if, like you've got, lot, you've got a shit ton going on. So whenever you get a chance to listen to it, let me know what you think. But have a freaking paper due tomorrow. Yeah, stupid. Whenever you get to it, obviously it's not that Three important. It's getting paper. released regardless, and it is what it is. But I think it turns out once I got all the edits in, and dude, there wasn't actually as much dead space as we were thinking. I had actually, I had to cut, I had to do a lot of cuts. What well, I knew of, you would of like stuff where we actually were and like trying to like put it in. Oh, that's okay. I cut a lot of my stuff. Why? Because I rambled. Yeah, but you had good points. Well, so did you. You had some really... Like, you tied... You, <laughs> listening back. <laughs> okay. Listening back. And, and I'm not trying to be, like, patronizing or anything. Okay. You legitimately, like, helped tie a lot of that stuff together. Because you, like, really, you asked some, like, really good questions, and, like, mm-hmm. you, like, clarified it pretty well. That's my job, is to clarify whatever the hell you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> um... Dude, I've applied for maybe 20 jobs in the last that's what three you were, days. That's what you were saying. Yeah. Like, just been mass applying. Going hard, dude. I will take... If you're listening and you want a hard-ass worker, I will take far less than I'm making right now just to be happy. I realized in this time off, you know, I've taken... This is on the second week that I've taken mm-hmm. off to take care of Jen. Um, I've realized, honestly... Okay, so I haven't told anybody that. I haven't told you this. Um, I've only told a few people like in my close circle, family and Jen, mostly just Jen and my mom, really. Mm -hmm. My mom's a nurse. I wanted to talk to her about it, but I was getting like this tension in my chest, like tight, like hurting almost. Mm -hmm. And I started like freaking out. Like, am I having a fucking heart attack? Like, what is wrong with me? And uh, Jen was like, I think that's anxiety, dude. And I was like, what? I ain't got no anxiety. Look at me, dude. I'm alpha male. Oh, alpha male that gets gets me to one topic I want to talk to you about. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, I got to write a note. Um so she I was just like maybe it's like energy drinks and stuff, which I'm sure doesn't help anxiety if it is anxiety. So I started cutting en- energy drinks out again and then like I was still like getting little like tension pains in my chest while I was at work mm-hmm. and I'm like, dude, I don't know what the hell is going on. And she was like, you're probably just stressed. You know, you're going to school. You're working full time. You got your hobbies. Like, you got a lot going on. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I guess, man. I'm worried if it's my heart. She's like, if you're that worried, go to the doctor. I'm like, I ain't going to no doctor. I'm the alpha male. Mm-hmm. So since being off for this two weeks, I have not had that happen one time. Really? Yeah. Yeah. That's probably a sign. Yeah. That's your body telling you. Yeah. It's just the anxiety and stress of like going into that environment, mm-hmm. just the negativity, just the unprofessionalism, just, it's just a nasty place to be. Yeah. And I just don't want to be there anymore. Like I'll, I'll work for less if I'm happy. Yeah. 
I'll drive an hour away from where I live if it's for something I enjoy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I just want to feel invested in... Dude, the the HR, one of the HR people I follow for my company on Instagram mm-hmm. posted something like... um, Not on Instagram, on LinkedIn. And it was like... Uh, <laughs> so stupid. It was like, uh, did you... um? Uh, have you made suggestions at your job? How do they come off? And it's like, it showed like an example of like, you guys really need to change this. This isn't working. Opposed to, hey guys, this isn't working. Here's a suggestion of how it makes it, how to make it happen. It's like, there are different ways to approach it. And your managers must be listening to your ideas. If you, they will listen to your ideas if you present it this way. And like, just like Facebook, you can have certain reactions to something. And what it's like, like heart, awesome and curious and i just marked curious <laughs> savage well, it's just like dude there are so many things that are just inefficient mm-hmm. and my manager was like yeah dude like i've suggested this 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 and this and i'm like those are genius ideas he's like i know i've worked in this job for 20 years nobody wants to hear about it nope and it's just like it's just frustrating dude like and maybe that's how it's going to be in any job or every job. There's always <laughs> going to be some of, some of it. An element of it, right. But there, it sounds like it's way worse. Like there's some, there are some companies where it's just un, like you just cannot. You just, you, you just, it, it's so bad. Like you, like you can't be a part of it. Right. It's just, it just worries me, dude. Honestly, like even with the to the Republic episode and the, in the, in the resources that you sent me talking about, um, hold on timeout. D'Angelo Russell to Timberwolves for Andrew Wiggins. Whoa. Yeah. That's a big trade. Wiggins on the, on the Warriors now. Warriors. I don't like that. Me neither. But I don't like that for the Warriors. Me neither. Because Warriors is like Wiggins is making a lot of money. Yeah, good. Warriors suck. I don't know how that fits. <laughs> anyway, we don't have to talk about yeah. that. Yeah. Anyways, like I was saying, we were talking about to the Republic, you know, we're talking about uh, uh, capitalism and we're talking about wages and we're talking about, you know, what happens when the market declines and how does a company react, usually by cutting people, right? Mm-hmm. So we're getting in this slow season. So <laughs> they laid off a bunch of people, right? Did they? Dude, I didn't tell you about this. No. This is how dumb they are. They opened a school to teach people how to drive, right? Yeah. So they got, and during the summer, like in, in the spring, they put out a, like, hey, come drive for my com- this company. So everybody signs up. They go through this rigorous school where they learn how to drive. They learn all the rules of the road. They get licensed. They drive. They can drive long boxes, 48-footers or 28-footers, mm-hmm. or uh, a set of two 28-footers, you know. They get certified and able to do all this. Then they have to go drive in a straight truck, like a hoopy truck. Mm-hmm for like a few weeks then they go drive with another driver on a long box and then they get to drive on their own this long rigorous process to make sure that they're adequate drivers Mm -hmm. so we do that all summer long and guys are working 12 14 hours every day because the volume of Mm -hmm. work so then the winter comes and they're gonna do a shit ton of layoffs because there's no work available well, because it's union, they go according to seniority. So they lay off all those people they just trained. We're literally training drivers mm-hmm. for our competition. Yeah. <laughs> Boom and bust economies. Man. Dude, it's insane. So now 
in the job that I'm in, I'm scrambling to get things done without the resources to do it. Mm-hmm. But they're looking at numbers. They're number crunching. And, you know, why can't you do this? Why can't you do that? Blah, 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 blah. And I just, I, you know me. I say how it is. I don't give a fuck, dude. I'm like, it's a mess. It's just not work. And they're like, oh, okay, well, uh, see you tomorrow. <laughs> it's just like when it's physically bothering me, mm-hmm. I got to do something else. Yeah. You know what I mean? For sure. Even if it's something stupid and mundane and, and I just don't like it. But Well, you have to you have to make sometimes you have to make those radical choices. That was me when I chose to, to leave the one thing that I, you know, that I left earlier. Right. Earlier right. Last year. It's like I didn't I went an entire week mm-hmm. without really realizing like anything other than just like I was so tunnel like when I when I get my, my anxiety doesn't come across as like chest stuff mm-hmm. like me it's like anxiety and depression for me is like like blinders on right. like right here like like a horse with blinders like I like I didn't I went an entire week I don't think with community like communicating with anybody mm. with having any sort of a, like attachment or emotion to anything I was just I was like honestly I felt dead for right. an entire week and I, I, I all of a sudden like I woke up like on a Sunday morning and realized what did I do last week? And I couldn't remember. Yikes. Yeah. And I was like, I got to change something. Yeah. Yeah. So. And it's a minimum. It's a minimum of, listen, I'm making excellent money, but at what cost? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I barely have time for homework because it's 58 plus hours a week. It's just like, it's just not, I was so, I, and this is shame on me for being attracted by that, that monetary number. They were like, hey, we're going to pay you this much money. And I was like, duh, okay, yeah. And they're like, no, no, this job sucks, though. And I was like, well, I don't care, man. I'll, I'll do it. Okay, the job is fine. It's the lack of support, the lack of training, mm-hmm. the lack of professionalism, everything else that they didn't tell me about. Yeah. You know what I mean? So. You'd like to, you'd like to have them elaborate on why <laughs> it sucked? <laughs> well, I don't think they knew, dude. Really? Like, I told you about an indeed gate. Right. And like, yeah. 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 So the, the vice president comes into my office after everyone had stepped out and he was like, we holding our heads up high in here. And I was like, trying. And he's like, trying. And I was like, yeah, I'm doing what I can, man. He's like, all right. And then he walked out and the clerk was in there with me. And she, she looks at me and she goes, what was that about? And I was like, I was wondering if it was from because he saw me post my shit on Indeed and he's wondering if I'm still miserable. He's just chiming in real quick to check, you know. <laughs> I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. So I'm going hard on applications for just anywhere. Yeah. Well, I'm really disappointed in our, in our uh, the institution that we graduated from. Why? They never called me back, dude. Oh, dude. That's another thing. I applied for a job. Sorry to cut you off on that, but I applied for a job with this place Mm -hmm. that I really want to work at. And they're like, hey, sorry, you didn't make the cut. We're going to go with a smaller pool of people. And I was like, all right, whatever. Fine. I'm used to that email, right? Yeah. Then a month later, yesterday, the same job is posted again. So I was like, Okay, it's the county and Gen works there. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, I, I find I find that with um, a lot of different jobs like that I'll see. Yeah. So DHS is the same way. Yeah. So I see Jen. I'm like Jen. What the hell? She's like, what? I was like, I applied for this job. They said no, and now it's posted again. She's like, well, uh, reapply, and it won't let me because it says you've already applied for this job. So she gave me the hiring manager's email. Nice. <laughs> I don't know if she's supposed to do that, but. She gave it to me and I'm going to email her directly and be like, hey, so 
you guys kind of brushed me off last time, mm-hmm. but I want this job. Yeah. I don't know what, yeah, I don't know what we're supposed, I don't know what people want, man. I don't know what it is, dude. Like, maybe we, people, do we need to go to a workshop or something? Dude, I don't know. You've considered I, it. I was like, I, I was like, okay, well, <laughs> I've talked to like, I've talked to different hiring managers with different things. And they're like, you know, everything for us is like your cover letter. We want to know, like, we, we want to know, like, that you actually read the job and like you address the qual like the qualifications oh. and stuff like that. Like the cover letter is like the most important thing. Okay. Resume is like whatever. We care about your cover letter. Gotcha. So, like I put a ton of effort into writing cover letters. Doesn't change. I'm like I was like, well, what the heck? I went through, redid like all my, my entire resume, like really focused on like on on doing um everything, like addressing every little point in a cover letter. And I don't know, man. Like, I I did get an interview. Like, I went and sat down. I thought I, thought I had a great interview. Mm-hmm. And they're like, yeah, well... we'll did um, you call them, like I said? No. You're the worst. I didn't have time yesterday. I worked... You have time right now. Let's call them. I worked Here, nine, I'll plug I in my phone. We'll eight. listen to your call. I worked 9 to 8. <laughs> <laughs> worked 9 to 8 Tuesday, 9 to 8 Wednesday, and I worked 11.38 today. Sounds like I'm your doing this. excuse It is, is excuses, excuses. But I feel like if they were going to call me, they were going to call me. As they said, they're going to call me right away. Or they'd, right. Or they'd send an, or they have HR send an email. And we all know how long it takes HR to send, send an email. 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 I'm just saying you should send out the contact first. Because then at least you'll know. You're not sitting around waiting. Right? Yeah, that's true. You'll get a, a denial to your face or they'll say, oh, actually, you got the job. We were just busy writing everyone else, telling them that Jake is our choice and you all suck. Right? It's going to go either there way. Was only, they only interviewed three people. Man, I wanted that job so bad. There's because... no way anybody else got it, dude. Huh? It's got to be you. No, dude. It was The interview was over a week ago. Who were these three people? I don't know. Give me their names. Not Jake Jokum. <laughs> <laughs> well, I would. Jake Jokum was one of them. He was one of them. One, one of the. Three. He was the. But dude, that job would have been so fun because it was parking services. And as much as I hate, here's my. Here's what I'm thinking. Oh God. Here's what I'm thinking. Are you gonna is, be? Are you gonna get a? Oh, dude. I would if the, you got dude, that job, the dude in the Polaris who drives around and drives people tickets. No, I was thinking if you got that job, you could go and get a a law enforcement discount at your work. I could. <laughs> I totally could. I could still keep my discount, even though I left Fisherman's. Oh, you get the law enforcement one, dude. That's gotta count no, for something. No, so like I went, like, and they're like, oh, they they love, like, they asked me, dude, we it has like an hour long interview. They asked me all sorts of different stuff. They're asking me about my pets and all that, and they're like, oh, you could totally oh, bring your get you into the you pets. Could, you could totally bring your dog to work, like your dogs to work. And I'm like, oh my god, how cool would it be to have Tucker like in my cart? They said that. Yeah, how cool would it be to have Tucker in my cart, like driving around, mm-hmm. and like. Someone wants to yell me up, yell at me about a ticket. I'd be like, talk to him. Yeah, and it's you know, yeah, and there's... talk to my supervisor, dude. <laughs> no one's gonna be pissed at a golden retriever. And then, um, and then they're like, yeah, it's a, it's it's a super fun, laid back job. Like you can just you can kind of just if you're having a bad time, you just go patrol the parking lots or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they're like, they're saying like, yeah, the like the because there's like would be like there's only like two people in parking services that are like full-time non-student employees everybody else is like student employees mm-hmm. and they're like and she's like the the director of parking service she's like i'm retiring in two years so that this like this position is gonna like Whoa. if you wanted to would move, be able to move up the mile i'm like cool career with washington state i'll take that yeah <sighs> no. you gotta call him bro you gotta call him yeah. you gotta call him all right before we get into the last thing it, we're already in an hour almost but wow. i don't know what time you got to get out of here I just leave at 11. Okay, cool. We got some time. Maybe this will be a long episode. I don't know. We're just rambling. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
Before we get into the this other thing, I want to talk about monkeys. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Don't know much, but here we I've go. I've been watching... A, uh, I watched this Monkey Kingdom on Disney. Dude, monkeys are crazy, man. Uh, which monkeys? Just I don't monkeys. remember what kind they were. Okay. But they, they have like the social hierarchy, you know? It's so interesting. Mm-hmm. Just because, dude, animals just rely on their primitive instincts, right? Their sole purpose is to survive and procreate, mm-hmm. right? If you If you boil it down, that's really what it is. I just can't help but think about the things... Like if if you just strip down humanity to just those two things Mm -hmm. to survive and procreate everything else, what is everything else? But just, I mean, it's not, not like there's beautiful things like culture and music Mm -hmm. and things that we have, but I don't know, man, you just see like these, these practices and these behaviors that I'm just so curious about, like one, how they would work in, in, if you trans it, put them into like human humans and how they wouldn't. Okay. what I'm talking about specifically is like, there's like this elite class and then this lower class of monkeys, right? Okay. It's on the animal. It's called the monkey kingdom or something like that on Disney. Check it out. Okay. So the elite class, they get to eat at the top of the, the, what is it? I can't remember what, uh, can't remember what tree it is, but they get to eat the fresh fruit at the top Mm -hmm. and then the middle class eats like towards the lower and then there's literally a lower class who kind of just has to scavenge on the ground for what they can find and like uh, there's this one monkey that they follow that's at the lower class and she like has to adapt to being lower class so she she goes and swims into the river and lakes and eats like the lotus um, roots the upper class would never have to do that, right? Because they are always eating first at the mm-hmm. at the, all the eating spots, but the lower classes have all adapted to find new ways of eating. And like, there's like this killer lizard that's in the water that all the lower class recognize. But when the when the lizard comes around the upper class, it's foreign to them. They've never seen this lizard before. Hmm. It's just interesting to look at this this class difference in these monkeys and just see what they. Is it hereditary? Like, do they have they been able to figure out what like? Have anthropologists watching those monkeys been able to figure out why? Why what? Like, there's what, a class? What, what determines? Like? I, I don't. So there's the alpha male. Mm-hmm. And then there's like this. They call them the sisters. And they're like his first choice ladies. Okay. And then the lower class. Mm-hmm. And like. And like. So they, it follows this one monkey, Maya, the lower class female. And she's like trying to sleep. And all the upper class monkey their their children are like climbing on her and like slapping her in the face and poking her eye and she can't do anything about it because they're the upper class's children right wow but then it'll show the upper class women being bothered by other monkeys children's and they're literally just bitch slapping these little children monkeys like get the fuck away from me just slapping them Hmm. and i'm just like whoa dude that's so fascinating so what ends up uh, spoilers if you're gonna <laughs> if you're gonna watch it fast forward thirty five seconds or something but the alpha male loses a fight to a uh, another male that comes in from the outside mm-hmm. and that his like tribe takes over their home so they have to leave then they wait a few days kind of gather their troops and then there's a new there's a new male who came in and impregnated Maya the lower class one. And she had a baby, but he got kicked out because he was a strange male. He comes back prior to losing this fight, right? Mm-hmm. 
he comes back and he's like making buddy buddy with all the all the monkeys. Dude, their their behavior to like become friends is so weird. But he's just like comes up to him and they like chatter their teeth like an inch away from their, their faces. And then they're like, all right, you're cool. You're cool. And then he goes to another one. They chatter their teeth and right face to face. And then they're like, all right, you're cool. So then he gets accepted into the group, right? Mm-hmm. Then they lose this fight. They get kicked out. And now the alpha is like a loser because he was supposed to lead. If they're getting attacked, he's supposed to win that fight, right? Mm-hmm. As, a, as a leader, they should have won. Well, because they lost, this new male was like, let's go back and take our home. Obviously, he's not saying these things, but he leads the charge back that he he dominates the fight against the alpha who, who took over. Now he's the new alpha. Now Maya, who is at the bottom of the class, is at the top of the class and eating in the top of the trees with everybody else. They have all this on film. Yes. Wow, that's crazy. Isn't that nuts? That's crazy. Because she was getting shit on and her kids were getting bitch slapped. And just because the right male came along and then. Became the alpha. There's so much about animal cognition that we don't understand. Dude, I can't. And I can't even get it. Well, I, I just think we, we assume that they're not they're not smart. And there mm-hmm. isn't like because there's obviously like symbol. There's a, there's a lot of like um, cultural cues and that you're, you're talking about and like some sort of like adherence to hierarchy that obviously has like cultural. that also has like right. some sort of significance. Is that a culture? Is it the beginnings of culture? Like that's crazy. So, and the same monkeys I saw on a video later on like Facebook or something because the internet was listening to me talk, but this, this documentary group, documentary, (laughs) this documentary group took this like robotic monkey. It was like an infant robotic monkey of the same type and just put him in the tree and he's actually a camera. So he's sitting there as this robotic monkey filming the interactions mm-hmm. and the monkeys are like curious with it and they grab it and they're shaking it and then they drop it and the camera and robotics break. Hmm. So all the monkeys run over and they're like smelling it. They think it's dead. And there's literally like this funeral that they have for it. They're all just like standing around it like checking on it, shaking it, like smelling it, listening to it. And it's just lying there because it's a robot. Mm-hmm. But they're like bummed out because they think it's a dead monkey. Hmm. It's interesting. I'm really on a monkey kick right now. So you might hear about monkeys again <laughs> next week. <laughs> okay. Just saying. Interesting. Just saying. All right. So anyways, that's just my my spiel on monkeys. You really have been off for the last two weeks. If that's what you're watching. <laughs> I got time, dude. I'm not only not only am I getting my homework done, but I'm learning about monkeys, right? Hey, dude, that's awesome. Got to expand my horizons. Dude, I love animals, man. Okay. Bloomberg. Oh, yeah, that's right. I did, I sent you that. It's interesting. I I don't know what to make of him. I guess we're we're getting back we're we're bookending our yeah. our uh, talk our podcast today on politics. Yeah. I read the article and so I was like, I'm not wasting it. I got to talk about it cuz I at least read it. It's pretty What did you think of it? So there's some interesting things about it that I think are a little worrisome that bothered me. Mm -hmm. Um, The name of the album, uh, sorry, I'm pulling it up right now, is um, from The Atlantic. It says, what does Michael Bloomberg think he's doing? Um, And it suggests, what was it, four things? Uh, Four or five. Yeah. Yeah, So either it's a what his his campaign is, it's a brilliant and farsighted strategy that will save the Democratic Party for at least for moderates, at least. Or 
It's an ego trip that will accidentally hand the the Democratic primary to Sanders. Mm -hmm. It's a public relations disaster for a Democratic Party trying to keep leftists and moderates in harmony. And it's a real-world political science experiment showing the limits of advertising in national elections. It's a dangerous opening for a new age of American oligarchy. So I thought that the two most interesting points were this idea, obviously, of advertising in mm-hmm. national elections. Yeah. Um, but what the part on number three, it's a public relations disaster for a Democratic Party trying to keep leftists and moderates in harmony. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it says right here, the Democratic National Committee has insisted that to qualify for its official debates, candidates must surpass a donor threshold. Mm-hmm. I hate that. Well, it's it's their it's their attempt to keep people from like just basically self um, self funding their campaigns. Yeah, but and, why? Well, I think that la- last year they felt like because there was so I think not last year last debate cycle yeah. debate cycle there was like literally I think all of, like Bernie Sanders camp had like their list of like thirteen grievance like basically they were Martin Luther went up to the democratic slash <laughs> church doors door. and nailed it to the door. And like, right. here's all our grievances. And the DNC has been really, really like, here's what I think three has like three have like hit me really like number three, which is the one we're talking about. Yeah. Like, the public relations nightmare is really hard because they're tr- like, the, you can see the democratic party, the DNC is trying so hard to make it look like a fair, like a fair process. And like, yeah. And try to address some of those grievances. Right. And that was one of them is that like, they want to give the ability of candidates who are more grass, like who get their support more from grassroots, like the you know the guys that are people who are sending in five dollars, right? In instead of like the the big money machines, like the Clinton machine, they want to be able to, like where it's it's not just like a money or a percentage of of whatever the polls are saying, like in terms of a national popularity. Mm-hmm. It's like if you're if you have so many donors, you still get a spot at the stage. Is it? On the number of donors, it's a number of donors. Oh, okay, that's fine. Then. It's not donation dollars. It's oh, number of, okay, number of that indi- makes the world number a difference. Of, number of individual donors. Right. Okay. So then that make so then in this point they're saying, how do you balance now letting him in due to poll averages, mm-hmm. but he's also self funding. Self funding. Yeah. So buying his way in is the argument because he's he's sitting at a at a, a solid fourth. Mm-hmm. In terms of national popularity, at like eight percent, which is a lot higher than I thought it was. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think it, it's and he he's already I think the article talks about he's already spent three hundred million three hundred million dollars on advertising, and he just announced after Iowa he's going to double that. So he's dude's going to spend almost a billion dollars. Yeah. So the article argues and 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 mentions that you know, uh, in in political science research they've found they from what they. F- continue to find is that the advertising doesn't really affect anything and they kind of use Bloomberg's money spending as an example yeah, think about like, that like three, $300 million has like got him at best 8% 8% right right but I mean I've seen those ads mm-hmm. <laughs> you know we what I mean have, we all have yeah, yeah. it's interesting it, because um, he's running a really like anti um, leftist mm-hmm. campaign he's right. been very very critical and it's pulling support from Biden and Buttigieg, mm-hmm. um, much like Warren is pulling support from from Bernie. Mm-hmm. 
and my whole like my whole thing about reading this is I thought well, one it was really interesting because it, it's a great it is a great political science experiment to show like how much like because we always talk you always hear like ever since Citizens United was passed ever since Citizens United was passed we mm-hmm. have money just controls all of our politics right but then you have like well does it really because now here's a here's a a good case study where like I don't think Bloomberg's going to win right he's going to affect it and he's going to leave a footmark on it somewhere. Mm-hmm. And this might just be to soothe his own ego, but ultimately he's not going to win. So mm-hmm. there's there's other bigger forces at play that determine candid, like who's going to win a candidacy or who's going to win an election more than more than money. Okay, so then what about the last point as far as like, is this opening a new age for American oligarchy? Because if he's the example, another example, right? Mm-hmm. Obviously, you could probably use you could use Trump as an example. Yeah, if he's also trying to do it. Isn't it arguing that like you'll just have more billionaires, millionaires trying to buy their way into elections? But I think that process already started with Trump. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's so, but I I don't think it's hard. It that's so hard because it wasn't just like Trump and his money. Mm-hmm. It was a whole lot of people jumping onto that bandwagon. Right. Trump doesn't win without master manipulators of media. Yeah. In his for sure. in his hip pocket. And I don't think Bloomberg has that because it obviously yeah. hasn't had that that same kind of um, success. Mm-hmm. Or you can look at it as neither did Trump at first. Trump was like around 1%. That's and true. then every time he got on the debate stage, he gained more and more and more mm-hmm. um, support and to the point where like he was unstoppable by the time they reached Super Tuesday. Right. And I think by allowing, you know, Bloomberg's going to be on. I just don't, I don't like now that the DNC is flipping because it's gonna it's gonna fall right into Bernie Sanders is like oh the whole DNC is rigged against us mm-hmm. kind of thing and that's just gonna that's just gonna they're gonna stay home again because like oh we can't win because it's all rigged against us when really like I don't think it's really rigged against Bernie Sanders I think he's a unlikable candidate to majority of Americans and I think the DNC is right to try to want a moderate candidate to favor a moderate candidate mm-hmm. but should they be I just don't the optics on changing the the debate format threshold the debate threshold to get on that stage doing that right before nevada halfway through this like already as we're already we're going to be three primaries into or two primaries into it at that point that's not a good look right do you think so this is a thought i had do you think the bernie bros stay home if he's not nominated i hope not because that's when because democracy i hear a lot of hyperbole and there's this guy on my facebook who I don't know. I'm not going to, I'm not, I don't, I'm not going to give anything that could in, yeah, into gotcha. who he is, but he's very, very annoying. And he's like, when, when they acquitted yesterday, he's like, and democracy dies. It's like, okay, no, democracy doesn't die as long as democracy doesn't die among, in the minds of the people. Mm-hmm. And if you, if there was ever a rallying cry for Democrats, like stop with your infighting. That's Bernie, what I'm thinking, yeah. Bernie bros, if you don't get exactly what you want in 2020, you're going to get keep, Trump again. Keep fighting. Yeah. Keep fighting because eventually Biden is better than Trump and or whomever gets it is better than Trump right. for you. Right. Absolutely. Keep fighting and then work to continue. It's like this all or nothing. Like if we don't get it, we're not going to go home. Mm-hmm. I hate that mentality. That mentality is everywhere. And I'm not trying to tie this back into to basketball, but I'm going to. Mm-hmm. These players who are either not getting put into the Rising Stars game or not making an all-star game and they're just like, 
crying about it. Like, uh, Carl Anthony Towns mm-hmm. was not nominated to the All-Star team. CJ... He's, he's missed most of the... Carl Anthony Towns has missed most of the season. Why he, should he be an All-Star? Exactly. What did C- CJ said? He sends me this, quote, It's embarrassing that this All-Star game won't feature the best players like me, right? That's mm-hmm. kind of the, yeah. the sentiment Cat has had. Mm-hmm. But Cat hasn't played in a Wolves win since the day before Thanksgiving. Boom. God. Jesus. Yeah, right? Like, but what? he's crying about not making the All-Star game. It's this entitlement of like, it has to be my way mm-hmm. or I'm just not playing. I'm going to take my ball and go home. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. That's not how it works. Uh, Devin Booker. Okay, I love the Suns. I love Booker. He should have made it. So he kind of has a reason to cry about it. But... Listen, you didn't make it. And maybe he's got a point when he's talking about it being politics and entertainment. Mm-hmm. Right. But don't just take your ball and go home. Well, how many times did Yao Ming was a starter in the All-Star game? That's true. <laughs> like it, it is. Like, the All-Star game is Popularity. Somewhat, of a, somewhat of a rig system. For sure. LeBron it, James just won Western Conference Player of the Month. And he don't, even though he didn't win a single Western Conference Player of the Week award mm-hmm. in January. Yeah. Dame won two and it, got completely overlooked. Yeah. As Blazer fans, we have reasons to cry and take our ball and go home. That's why I feel like when I look at the NBA and these guys crying, it's like, dude, I'm a Blazer fan. Shut up and try to get to the Western Conference Finals again. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Same with these politics and these people who are just, it's either my candidate or nobody. Yeah. It's like, like you said, I think you have a fair point when you're saying that's how democracy dies if you don't participate. Yeah. And like I said, I'm bummed out and this whole acquittal and the whole process is just deflating Mm -hmm. and it bums me out and it pisses me off yeah the economist is doing a really interesting piece for their like their year-long thing like every year like this is something like um, these tabloids are trying to do to reinvent themselves like having a whole like project that they're working on like new york times is doing the 1619 project right now i told about that a little bit uh, the Economist last year did like different political ideologies. They did the cons- we talked about the conservative one. Oh, we broke that article yeah. down. They did liberalism, conservatism, like a communist. Like what is what are the definitions of these and like That's what cool. where they exist on the spectrum? Well, this year they're they're doing like um, the health of democracy, mm. and they're they basically have concluded like democ like belief in democracy amongst the general population, the aggregate population of the entire world is that it's, is that a, like a complete low point. I, did you save that article on Facebook or yeah. comment on mm-hmm. it? Yeah, so yeah. I've been saving these articles that I see you comment on. I'm like, Oh, I got to read that. And I started reading that, but mm-hmm. I got busy, but that was, yeah, I'm in, saving in, these yeah, ones so to comment on. In, in it, I think it's because like, there's a lot of the, it's, it's this, it's, it's my way or the, it's like, if it doesn't work out for me, like full stop i'm going home and i'm not participating yeah. I, I want like i want someone who's going to promise me everything that i want like in cj talked about this killed last it. week killed it's like, it. he absolutely nailed it and ever since then I've, I've had like i've kept that nugget in my brain and used that to like analyze some of the stuff that i've been reading myself and i'm like it makes so much more sense now right. that he put it the way that he did and i'm like it, it that's what they want like people want this executive they want they want someone who's going to promise them everything they want which is why i don't think that Bernie is going to govern really he'll I don't think Bernie is going to govern that much differently than Trump I just don't think he's gonna be as bombastic and as like terrible about it right. but I think he'll he's still going to use executive orders he's still going to be a very like um he's going to be a very strong executive right and, and but 
that's the mandate that his voters are giving him. They want him to do that. Oh, yeah. And that's just those so Trump and Bernie are just symptoms of a larger movement that's going along amongst the populace, which is why Trumpism isn't going to die when he leaves office. No. It only dies by our votes. Right. In, in being in being educated and being rational and yes. being like, hey, this is like there's a game that's being played. Democracy is a long run game. It's yes. not about instant gratification. Yes. It's being like, I didn't get everything I wanted now, but I want to continue to fight for it instead of just being like, Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm marginalized within society. I'm not going to do anything like, Oh, I, I'm not being, re- I'm not being fully, rep- oh, I'm not being fully represented. What if Martin Luther King had just said like, Oh, I didn't get everything I wanted in this particular election and then stopped doing everything yeah. that he did afterwards. Yeah. You got to fight for what you got to fight for what you want and you're not going to win every single time. But democracy is worth fighting for. Right. That's how democracy dies was when people become apathetic and stop caring and become zero sum. Democracy isn't zero sum logic. And just it's so depressing. Well put, Jake. Blazers move Scalabissier and cash. Getting below uh, that luxury tax line. Yeah. Hey, I all for if Jody Allen can save some money. Yeah, for sure. All right. Well, thanks for listening. Jake, thanks for hanging. Thanks for listening to my nonsense about monkeys. Uh, real quick, shout out to my girl. Happy birthday, Alex. Oh, your niece? Mm-hmm. 13. Nice. She's happy a birthday. teenager now. And she listens every once in a while. Yeah. Happy birthday, Kylie. Oh, yeah. February 3rd. Mm-hmm. Yep. I uh, hope uh, Jake did something real nice for you. Tucker's birthday is February 13th. Happy birthday, Tucker. Everybody's got a birthday. Damn. All right. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Uh, Talk to you next week. Bye. Love you. Bye.